This is a Mugstain Productions podcast. Hello, homies and trainers, and welcome to Unknown Radio, your Mugstain Production Pokemon talk show, where we take a peek at every Pokemon. I'm here with... I'm Claudia. I'm also here. I'm Claudia, and I'm here with my co-host, and hopefully less, or maybe more unhinged, partner in crime, Catherine. Hi, here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Catherine. (laughs) I bring the pizzazz and Claudia brings the flax. I can't even see. <laughs> Claudia brings the flax. That is so good. If I had not started laughing uncontrollably. <laughs> it was just a really good dud joke and now it's going to be lost forever. This is a very unhinged day. We promise we're not drunk. Not this time. That's no. a future idea. Uh, and we are maybe on... next week. Maybe next week. We'll see. <laughs> we can't even do this sober. How we gonna do this drunk? So we are on Pokemon number twelve in the national decks, and this is Butterfree. Free, free, Butterfree. Do you know his tagline? If it's not the butterfly Pokemon. But after the last ones, it could be anything. You nailed it. Oh, thank fuck. Finally. (laughs) And Butterfree, the butterfly Pokemon, is a bug flying type. So we got a second typing on this and it makes sense because it does fly. It does. It does fly. I love Butterfree. Butterfree is adorable. Would you like to tell us what Butterfree looks like? He's a little purple butterfly with Really long antennae and big red eyes and little white little wings that flap in the sun. And a cute little oh. nose and little legs. Oh, Absolutely yeah, adorable. Hands. There's little, little grabby hands. Oh, he's so cute. And then uh, this is our second Pokemon that we're going to cover that has a gender variation. The male Butterfree wings are just all white with those little black edges. But the female Butterfree wings, the lower wings have like a... Part of it is just completely black. Oh, I love that. Just for a little bit of fun there. And then, uh, like you said, it's purple. And then the shiny version, instead of red eyes and uh, blue little hands and feet, the shiny Pokemon, the shiny Butterfree version has green eyes and pink little hands and feet. And there is controversy about this because in the anime, they did introduce a completely pink Butterfree. Aww. The one that, yeah, the one that Ash's Butterfree falls in love with and flies off with, but that's not actually the shiny version, which is weird. Yeah. I wish it was, because that would be adorable. And I say, that one's absolutely adorable. So this little guy is three foot seven and 70.5 pounds. So three foot seven? Yeah. How many pounds? 70.5. He's a big boy then, isn't he? Massive. Can you imagine? One of those flying towards your car at night time. I think about that more often than you realise. Like, your car would be written off. That would smash right... It's worse than a deer. That would smash right through your windscreen. A female deer? Ray. A triple gun. 
I no, that would be terrifying. Mm-hmm. I sometimes think I'd love to live in the Pokemon universe, but other times don't think I could. Right, no cute little butterflies there. Just these massive things that could completely wreck your vehicle, and potentially you. Like if there's enough of them, or if hey, you, dro- if you drove into later, like a like a herd of butterfree, that would be deadly to you or to the butterfree. Probably more to you than the butterfree. I reckon if, if they're asleep. I reckon if you had your big boy car, right, uh, you could probably drive over a few of them. My Fiesta, that'd be fucked up. <laughs> But like oh, a Jeep God. or something. That would do it. Yeah. Big wheels. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe maybe that's what they drive in the Pokemon universe is just big cars because everything is massive. I think or like windowless things. Ooh. Like the Jeeps in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Called it. It's canon now, we said it. Right, smashed <laughs> it. Right, let's go. We may as well end this here. So the the Butterfree name, I bet you'll never guess what it's a mix of butterfly and freedom yes <laughs> fuck off that's all right yeah butterfree and free yeah butterfly and free nice but i do have um a little fun fact is the cool. the butterfree the way that it's named so even though the butterfly and free connection sounds stupid the japanese description of the sound of flapping wings, they say pata pata, which is what the Japanese would say, you know, instead of flap, 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 pata pata. Oh, that's cute. And furu means to flap. So butter free kind of sounds like pata pata furu. Oh, and I think that's, that's nice. Yeah, I think that's really cute. Oh, I like that. I like little yeah. facts like that. And then do you want to pull out your Google? <sighs> your Google image right here. Google. Go on, hit me with it. Because Butterfree is based off the black-veined white butterfly. Black-veined white caterpillar? No. Butterfly. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's cute. Oh, right. Apparently also known as the Sir Winston Churchill, as it was Churchill's favourite butterfly. I did not know that. There you go. You're bringing the facts today. I am. So little Butterfree only lives three to four years. Right. So in total, if we're adding up all the evolutions, maximum, so two years is Cappy, three years is Metapod, and then four years of Butterfree. It's not very long. Nine years. And that's even if it's calculated that way, it might be the the three to four years that it says is the three years it's already lived as Caterpie and Metapod. Butterflies, like real butterflies, don't really... It's like a, a couple of days, right? Yeah. They live very long. It's they sad. don't live very long. That was yeah. the sentence I tried to get out there, yeah. So maybe the, it's kind of the same thing with these guys. They kind of live to have their little migration and procreate, and that's about it. Yeah, maybe. Would make sense if they, I like they to evolve think they so help quick. Pollinate. Yeah, they do their job. They do what they're supposed to do, and then they bring in the next clutch of eggs, and that's that. That's their life. That's really what sad. Little butterfree. Imagine like a little kid that catches, you know, a caterpie and loves that thing and loves their butterfree and then it dies. So us. You're talking about us. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'd that would be really sad. I yeah. suppose it's like any Pokemon though, isn't it? Everything dies. None of them live eventually. that long. Yeah. Alright, everything dies. Calm down, Jeez, talk <laughs> about it. <laughs> um so the we'll go into a little bit about its characteristics. 
So the wings of the butterfly of the butterfree, this is going to consistently happen now. The wings of the butterfree are coated with poisonous scales that easily fall off continuously as it flies. If inhaled, this results in several status conditions. All right. That's interesting. Right. So when it does like sleep powder or poison powder or whatever, they do flap their wings to do that. So that's scary that they can just be dropping poison powder as it's just flying overhead. That kind of makes them sound more badass, though, you know? So they can just poison herds of people. Yeah. For no reason. Yeah. You wouldn't want to fuck one off, would you? Maybe it's good they only live for so long. Yeah. <laughs> Being too much of an overpopulation. And uh, because it does this, it will defend Caterpie from bird Pokemon using this powder. That's cool. So we were right when we were talking about how they live in harmony with each other and protect. It's cute. I like it. I think it's cute when Pokemon do that. Like like when we learn how to beat Venusaur. Oh, Grumpy right. Venny. <laughs> and how it looks after whole forests and all the yeah. rest of its little kids. Yeah, Butterfree does the same. It's cute. I like it. I like thinking about the whole ecosystem that goes into these things. Yeah, I do too. So the powder that coats its wings also repel water, which enables it to fly and gather honey even in the rain. Oh, that's cute. So they're waterproof. Mm-hmm. A normal butterfly is waterproof? I want to say yes, but I don't actually know. I don't know either. I I assume they would be. So otherwise it would be a real sad life if they turn into the butterflies and then it's just been consistently raining. Most butterfly wings are super hydrophobic. Huh. So they did pick this up off of real butterflies. Mm, Interesting. Good. Yeah. But I'm not going to go into why. Yeah, but that's, too, that's too much. <laughs> also, butterfly wings, real life butterfly, butterfly wings sometimes drop off parts as well. Huh. But not with poison powder, I'm assuming. <laughs> I don't think many butterflies are poisonous, if any. I've not beat deeped it that much, to be fair. Yeah, I don't. I don't know enough butterfly facts to know if some are dangerous. No, they I look. Mean. They look nice, so I don't know why they would have to be dangerous. No, no, I think they're cute enough. So those big antennas that you were talking about, Butterfree can use those antenna because they're very sensitive to detect the odors of blooming flowers up to six miles or ten kilometers from its nest in search of nectar, which it carries home with the hairs on its legs. Jesus Christ, that's a long way. So that will explain the the butterfree migrations. Yeah. So they do pollinate, which I think is very cute. I like so that. They are massive to just be pollinating little flowers. No, well, there's got to be some weird-ass giant flowers in the Pokemon world, hasn't there? There has to be. Unless they're what pollinate Venusaur. Oh, so they can detect a Venusaur for up to six miles away and go and just get in its big flower. Yeah. I like that. I like the idea of that. It's probably not true, but... It's a lot better than thinking about it just sticking its feet in little flowers, like little buttercups, just sticking its big feet in there. <laughs> so Butterfree sometimes has territorial disputes with Cutie Fly over fields of flowers. Okay. It also consumes sap from trees that have been previously pierced by Heracross. Oh, that's really cute. Yeah, so it's interesting how it shows a little bit how they 
go with other species of Pokemon because we we've only really read about the same families of Pokemon linking together and natural predators. But the thing with Heracross is very cute. I think it's is yeah. I like the idea of it. It makes I don't know. It just makes it feel like it's a whole community. It's like a whole world. The whole Pokemon world. <laughs> yeah. That's what I like, you know? Yeah. The Butterfree are found in temperate forests and jungles, but it also has been observed flying near the ocean as part of its migratory breeding pattern. Okay. So that's a little interesting little tidbit. I liked it. That is a tidbit. It's a good tidbit. A little good tidbit. A um, nice little uh, factoid. Little factoid from me there. And you'd be happy to know that the Butterfree has an alternate form. Okay. Oh, has it got Mega Butterfree? It's got, even better, the Gigantamax Butterfree. No! I'm oh, here for it. Oh, yeah. Oh, how much poison powder can that bad boy spit out? I'm thinking enough to kill a small country. You would assume a lot, considering. Are you ready? Are you ready to buckle in with how big this boy is? I think so. 55 foot, 9 inches. Hang on. You know you know what it's time for? A little bit of calculator. A little bit of calculator. Where's my height? Length, right. 55 foot, 9 inches. That is... I had it set in centimetres, and I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. That's <laughs> 1,676 centimetres. That's actually 16 metres high. That's, that's big that's, butterfly. That's like two houses. Mm-hmm. No, that can't be right. Anyway, he's fucking big. And do you want to get your weight oh, calculator oh, yeah. out? We actually have a weight on this one. We're going from pounds, yeah? From pounds. Are you ready? Yep. 13,000. Hang on. How many zeros is that? Uh, 13,000, 13,784.9. 13,784.9 kilograms. What do you think of that? That's 6,252 <laughs> bags of sugar. Imagine hitting this with your car. (laughs) You'd die. Like, Jesus Christ. Imagine seeing that (laughs) flying over your, like, flying towards you. You don't even have to be in a vehicle. Just looking at that, flying towards. Nah. It would straight up look like it's causing a total eclipse. Just this thing flying over the sun. Oh, shit. Yeah. You'd be in darkness. So do you know what this thing looks like? I'm going to assume it looks like a giant butterfree. Mm-hmm. But I reckon it's got some sort of like weird mist around it. You're exactly right. Am I? Mm-hmm. As a Gigantamax butterfree, its wings become shades of bright and dark green with a white pattern on them. At the base of the wings are a fur-like circle which attaches to Gigantamax Butterfree's back. Its antennae become bright green as well and extend to the point where the tip bends. Three red clouds surround them and its eyes glow bright red. I love that. Several green scales created from crystallized Gigantamax energy can be seen floating around Gigantamax Butterfree. 
These are its most effective weapons, capable of causing paralysis, poisoning, or sleep. It's just so pretty, though. Don't get me wrong, she would merge you in an instant. So pretty. So pretty. So here's the fun little scary fact. I say fun, it's terrifying. Gigantamax Butterfree scatters these scales by the winds that it ge generates with each flap of its wings. These winds are powerful enough to lift a 10-ton ten ten truck. A 10-ton truck? A trentron trunk. A trentron trunk? <laughs> yeah. Shit, that's a lot. That's like over a hurricane, right? Yeah. This is like hurricane force winds vibes. That's mental. This thing could cause hurricanes of poison powder. Oh my god. This thing would destroy the earth. Yeah. But it looks so cute. This is this would be like if Gigantamax, Charizard, Venusaur, and Blastoise were like the horsemen of the apocalypse. This guy would be like the pretty one that you think is gonna be there to save you. And then the Kachow destroys the city. Destroys the city and poisons everybody, yeah. Yeah. It's, I reckon she'd like to start a tsunami just for fun. Oh, yeah. Over the ocean with the breeding pattern for the other Butterfree. Yeah. One flap of those wings and tidal wave. Mental. Just imagining being in a city and then the sun just gets covered and you just see this thing. I would, I would poo my pants. <laughs> I can't even lie to you. No, it might put you to sleep first. Well, that'd be good. <laughs> Because I feel like I don't want the last thing for me to remember is a turd in my pants. Kind of better than the, the purge that Gigantamax Blastoise would cause. Oh, fuck, true. Yeah. <laughs> I blocked that out of my memory. Yeah, just take a nap with this one and then never wake up. Yeah, that sounds like quite a nice way to go. If I've got to be killed by a Pokemon, you know. Yeah. I'd still choose G Gigantamax Venusaur because that one seems like it actually helps. That one would save the earth we've already discussed this he will fix global warming and this one would destroy the 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 world with its hurricane force winds and uh poison sleep paralysis powder exactly scary i definitely wouldn't want to be in like a stadium when they're battling with this thing you'd be lifted off clean up your seat oh god yeah yeah i know for a fact i don't weigh as much as a tentron truck a <laughs> Tentron truck. <laughs> a tentron truck. I'd be gone. <laughs> so we'll, get, we'll go back to our nice Butterfree. Our um, cute one. Yeah, our three foot tall car destroying Butterfree. And we'll move on to our question section. So uh, you're just still walking around Viridian Forest. You've already got your other two little babies. Um, and you come across just a nice little Butterfree with its head in a flower. Uh, what do you do? I would try and take it home. I don't know how I could take it home yet. Like I feel like they're quite they're friendly enough to try the, to get them to follow me, right? I would think so. You could just grab a bunch of flowers and just wave it around. Yeah, get it to follow you. Yeah, I reckon they'd be quite easy to catch, or a giant butterfly net. <laughs> just a four foot big butterfly net. Do you reckon if you were to grab it, it would fly away with you? Or I do don't know, but what a way. Enough? To what way to go? Just get she dropped She died by doing what she was loved. Catching <laughs> butterflies. Butterflies. Just a massive butterfly. 
you might damage its wings if you try and grab hold of it. You'd have to grab it from the front. Yeah, this is what I mean. I think you just have to try and befriend it and hope it follows you. Mm. A bunch of, I reckon, bunch of flowers is the way to go. So, what function do you think that this butterfree would have other than battling? I don't actually know because if it's gonna just poison things, hmm. I mean, other than pollinating, put, shove yeah. it in a a big one of them big ecosystem vivariums would be good. Yeah. Maybe messenger. You could tie something to its leg, and then maybe oh, yeah. you, can, you can train them with. I mean, up to six kilometers, right? It can sense odors, so maybe you can train them like a dog to certain odors. Also, could work. Like Wally, it's gonna know where the things are coming from. Oh, like if the world went to shit, we could put a butterflies down there to sniff out. If there's any signs of life, we wouldn't need Wally. That's smart. Just release a bunch of Butterfree on a deserted or destroyed planet. Yeah. Because they'd, they'd find any, you know, blooming or greenery anywhere. Yeah, exactly. I've got a lot of hope for it. You have to get a little oxygen mask. Oh. <laughs> My little Butterfree, so cute. Perfect for the apocalypse, really. Yeah, I agree. There we go. Found its job. Yeah, brilliant. Wally. <laughs> he will be Wally. Um, what what do you reckon Butterfree eats? I don't I actually just don't know. I reckon just like leaves and shit. Yeah, like nectar, honey. Yeah. Oh, it sucks saps from trees, doesn't it? Yeah, tree sap. Yeah. Pretty much anything that like a butterfly would eat. Yeah. I don't think it's that fussy. I reckon you could put like sugar water out for him. Oh, you can just stand out front of your house and put sugar water in a cup and lift it up. Yeah. You know, like in the in the butterfly farm. Yeah, oh I love the butterfly farm. It would just sit on your head with seventy. Oh pounds my just god, imagine <laughs> a butterfly farm full of them. Oh terrifying. Horrifying cute. but cute. Yeah, true. Horrifying but cute. Yeah. I'd go to one. I mean I probably would just for the just to say I've done. I reckon they'd give you a cuddle. They look like they would give you a cuddle. Actually, you got a good point. But would you then get poisoned? Potentially, yeah, if you touch the wings. Yeah, see, it's a hard one. Maybe they're like, a look, look but don't touch kind of Pokemon. Six of one, half dozen of the other, you know? it's. You'd have to go into that Butterfree farm with a like a raincoat or a poncho or something. Oh, yeah. Just in case, you know, PPE. Oh, Look at you using your uh, terminology. terminology. Yeah. Uh, could we eat this? No. Just maybe. St- straight up no. Like, I've never heard of anyone eating a butterfly. I haven't either. And most of it's wing, and I don't think that's an edible part. Right. Did you Google I've Googled it? it. A Michelin starred restaurant in Copenhagen. Right. Created a dish featuring the cabbage white butterfly wings. And all. And then huh. published it in a full academic paper. Was it good, though? I, apparently, only a few moths, butterflies and caterpillars are edible. And most others aren't. I think Butterfree looks like it's not edible. I'm going to say that right here. It doesn't speak to me as though I could eat it. Yeah, I just don't think you could eat it. No. Especially with the with all the different powders it has, I don't think it would be smart. 
Well, here we go. You need to go to Florida Museum. Right. Because someone called Ryan has eaten a butterfly and apparently they taste bitter. Okay. So we need to go meet Ryan at Florida Museum. And show him a picture of a butterfly and ask him, would he eat that? Yes, please. Because he's shown himself as a man that that would eat a butterfly. Uh, uh, It's in Gainesville, so. Oh, I know that's like a... Four hour road trip, maybe? Right, road, road trip. trip. Let's go. Let's go. Gainesville. Fine, Ryan. <laughs> so you're in this nice little bar that you found in Viridian Forest for some reason. And um, you're just chilling out, drinking, you know, let's go with a strongbow because we've been talking about that recently. You cracked open a strongbow and a butterfree just flies in through the window. And just starts a fight with you for absolutely no reason. Who would win? Now, this is a tough one. Because I like to think I would win. Like, I'd definitely give it a go. Right. Say it hasn't got any poison powder. Uh Uh-huh. I reckon I could, like, take its wings, you know. And it's not that big, is it? No. Only 70 pounds. And a lot of that, I reckon, is the wings. Yeah. So I reckon, like, go at it from behind. Yeah, I reckon I could take it. Yeah, your first move would definitely be straight up pull the wings off. Because yeah. without those, it doesn't have it's any of those powers. Yeah, what's it going to do? Bite you? Yeah, nah. Fucking useless. I reckon. You, you got that. Yeah. In fact, you can probably pull its wings off. I'm not even sure if it can walk. I don't think it can walk. No, that's your answer. Pull its wings off and it will just lay there. Yeah, fuck it. Done. That was easy. Yeah, it was actually. Not quite as easy as Metapod, but pretty easy. Nah, Metapod, you're just snail crush. Just push it over. It... Oh, step on it. <laughs> right, let's leave Metapod out of this, you know. Yeah, this is this is Butterfree we're talking about. So yeah, that's it for Butterfree. We you know what? It. I really liked Butterfree before. I right. actually think I like it a bit less now. Really? Yeah, like it just doesn't feel like it had anything that's really wowed me. I agree. Like it, most of the things that it mentioned is about the powder on the wings. It didn't really have any like personality other than maybe a little bit of a dispute here and there. Yeah. Like I've just not been I've not been wowed. Yeah. I guess if it only lives like a year or so, then what more is it to do? Yeah. I, I always normally have one in my party, but I think there's better Pokemon out there. I'm excited about Bee drill because that's like the direct competition for this guy. Yeah, and see, see if I that one's got like a bit drill. more. Yeah, I yeah, I'm interested to find out more because I might end up liking bee drill more. Yeah, I I thought Butterfree would have more, you know, pizzazz, a little bit more summit summit, but yeah, it's got nothing to it. It's just it's all looks. It's just a butterfly. There's nothing that differs this from like a regular butterfly, other than the fact it's big. Yeah, I stand There's by nothing... that. No, I'm with you, 100%. Well, we're disappointed, Butterfree. I was hopeful your shiny color isn't even that good. Yes, you have a gender difference, and yes, your big version is horrifying, and I hate it. But that's all. That's all. You just need to do better. Yeah. So I'm not even sad to say bye-bye, Butterfree, and I'm going to have to do it in this one because we're doing Butterfree. Uh, No wonder Ash let you go. Facts. Facts on facts. (laughs) Mic drop, we out. We out. And uh, next week we will be covering 
Weedle and Kakuna, which I'm actually looking forward to and I didn't think I would because Caterpie and Metapod were so exciting. They were. Caterpie and Metapod were somehow more exciting than Butterfree. And who would have ever thought that would have happened? Not me, that's for sure. Well, on that note, again, I just say bye-bye, Butterfree. See you later, Buttermater. Nah, lost it. Bye. <laughs> See you later, Buttermater. <laughs> you too. I'm an